Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Tunes are cool and the jokes are clever. It's worth while endeavor. Welcome to Best Song Ever. I am your host, Luke LeBen. Alongside me, as always, is my dear friend, Kevin Connor. Hello. Kev, I come to you a humbled man. Uh, I am prostrating myself before you. Ew. Uh, <laughs> That's disgusting. I don't, think that, I don't think that means what you think it does. Um, I don't want but... This is inappropriate. I don't want to be here anymore. What's the one word that uh, the McElroys use? I'm genuflecting to you. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. <laughs> it seems like it's in that same vein. Um, okay. I uh, I have to apologize, and I may as well just take us into our segment, Corrections and Reflections. We haven't done this so, in a while. We've, we've been pretty solid lately. What'd you fuck up? We've been a hundred percent accurate. Okay, so you might remember last episode we were talking about. I said it's growing on you, like the darkness, like the STD that was growing on the guy from the darkness, and uh, you were like, had no idea what I was talking about, and I said, oh, that's it was like the follow up to I believe in a thing called love, uh-huh. and it was called growing on me. It's like a love song about someone growing on you, and. Uh, the rumor I realized, you know, who told it to me? It was Danny Martinelli. Um, and it was that that's the one person love. I do believe is the biggest darkness fan I know. Yes, yeah. And um, so I have a quote here from Justin Hawkins and um, of, I'm the, assuming... of the darkness, of the darkness, okay. the lead singer. Sorry, um, I, I, I don't know the darkness is the dark eye. Whatever, lead singer's name off well, the top of my head. Man, your darkness knowledge is shockingly it, Okay, no. Small. I, I am in the north <laughs> here. I know I believe in a thing called love I'm and nothing else. You. And we are I now, know. Luke, I just want you to know, we've talked about the darkness two weeks in a row. We are the number one <laughs> darkness podcast, okay? I don't know if that's true. No. But I have to read There's you no this. no way we're not. Hey, um, I know three things about the darkness now. I believe in a thing called love growing on me. And the singer's name is Justin Hawkins. Uh, But he has refuted suggestions that the lyrics pertain to pubic lice or sexually transmitted infections. And let me say the quote, uh, channel my Stephen Grant uh, here. (laughs) What? (laughs) I believe in a thing called love. Oh. People have said it's about pubic lice, but that's obviously wrong because pubic lice don't grow on you now, do they? But he said that the true meaning was a sweet lady woman that you will never fully fathom or understand, but you love her so much that after a while it doesn't matter. (laughs) So it's not about STDs. I was wrong. It's about a sweet lady woman that you don't understand. (laughs) I, I don't know how I got that so wrong. That's almost not even as good. Like, I feel like it was such a strong, like, there was such a strong feeling to the, the someone growing on you, like an STD. Yeah, and, uh, I know. There's something powerful there. And now it's just kind of more um, uh, ambiguous yeah, just, and kind of in the air and just uh, abstract. There That's you what go. I'm looking for. 
But hey, you know what you uh, can get from some sweet lady women? Some STDs and pubic lice, baby. So it all comes full circle. I think even if it's not about it, it is. But still, I'm sorry, Justin. I, I spoke out of turn. And I'm sure you've got a clean bill of health and it's nobody's business. So that was corrections and reflections. Luke, did you see the news that came out today? Oh, no. No. What? It's, it's, it's very big. I am going to share with you the tweet that was shared to me by uh, two people. Lay it on me. Carly Rae Jepsen teases upcoming project Western Wind with new billboards spotted in U.S. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready. There's a phone, I, there's a phone number on the billboard. And do the letters, is it C-A-L-L-M-E dash M-A-Y-B-E? Should, Luke, should I call this phone number? Do it. All right, let's do... Let's Put it on speaker. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, what if Carly answers? Hello. Suspense. You've reached the Carly Rae Jepsen hotline. <gasps> Ask me here to say to Luke about all the fun I've New music, tours, secrets that I haven't even come up with yet. News, no, wait, there will be no news. Sorry. <laughs> but there'll be music for sure. Cool. <laughs> Did she say Is news it? or nudes? It, the phone quality was so bad, and either way would make it sense. It was really bad. Um, I, the... I caught about half of that, but I'm pretty sure it was news. I don't but... know why you would put that out there and then say, no, there, no, won't, there's, be there won't be any news. Well, I'm devastated. <laughs> um, why yeah. are phones so shitty in 2022? <laughs> Have we not? This like, is asking the tough questions, like, what oof. we really need to be addressing. How how have we not gotten better? Why does the Carly Rae Jepsen hotline sound like the Hall & Oates hotline did 10 years ago? Yeah. Was that a thing? Oh yeah, do you not remember that? I feel like no. I have I have a peak memory of standing in a classroom in the university we both attended, dialing the Hall and Oates hotline, where you're just like you'd be like, press one for out of touch, <laughs> press two for rich girl. Like and it would just play the whole song. I have a peak memory from when I was on Everest. <laughs> Alright. Well, why don't we get into talking about the music we've been loving in our touts. We've had an incredible few weeks in hip hop. Yeah. Uh, lots of album of the year contenders in my mind. Uh, sure. I think the, the obvious one, the one that we all like kind of spoke about was melt my eyes. See you future from Denzel Curry. Yes. Wow. I second this tout. This album is something else. I mean, this was like instant addition to my best of 2022 playlist. It's currently in my number one spot. Yeah, I it's like I it's definitely top three for me, and like only because I really haven't given it the critical thought yet. Um, yeah, it's so good. I mean, this is yeah, this is his best project, I think. Um, for sure, he's just like on the top of his game. I think like the features are all fantastic. Um, yeah, but even like the, the tracks that don't feature anyone, 
Like, I mean, Walk In, I feel like, is the big hit. And that just That's, is... like, my favorite song of the year. Yeah, so it's good. it's really good. So, just, I, uh... like, his performance on that and the, like, the production is amazing. Also, you get, like, that one that's very cinematic. You got the one with T-Pain, which is really kind of upbeat and fun. But I feel like Denzel is just a master of, like, weaving pain and positivity and, like harsh realities like it's all like heavy and kind of catchy and super engaging and exciting at the same time and it's like that's tough to do um but it's all just like filtered through his experience perfectly so yeah and i think uh another hip-hop album that came out the same week that got a lot less coverage but i like almost as much is i know nigo from nigo and this, I don't know this one. So Nigo is a designer DJ. I don't like, know Nigo. A a multi, uh, let's say, uh, hyphenate. Hyphenate. That's a great way to put that. Um, and he has put together an album that is essentially just various artists. So we've got. I'm just gonna give you the rundown. ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator, nice. Pusha T, nice. Pharrell, Gunna, Kid Cudi. Teriyaki Boys, ASAP Ferg, Pop Smoke, Little Uzi Vert. Like, wow. it's an amazing lineup. And there's a yeah. song, the last song in the album, and this was what I saw first, because it was a, a video teaser created that was like a minute and a half, is uh, it's Tyler, the creator, and Pharrell with Nigo called Come oh. On, Let's Go. And it is an anthem for Ooh. your uh, prompt kings. The whole premise of the song is like you said that you'd be ready five minutes ago it's already been 12 like come on let's go (laughs) and i feel that so deep in my heart and it also just goes so hard it's it's like how you feel about walking i feel about this it's my favorite song of the year nice i need to check that out for sure and then i think the the trifecta of recent hip-hop few good things from saba like yes. this album's incredible. I think a little less hype than the other two. Like that's that's not necessarily Saba's that came out wheelhouse. a little earlier. That was in like February, early February. Was when it? That one came out. So yeah, I, I had COVID. It doesn't count. Um, it's okay. Yeah, I hey, I don't know what time is. Either. I I was late to it, and I'm touting it now. It rules. So it's amazing though. Yeah, that one. He like uh, has some songs that remind me of like some of my favorite like Prince songs. Uh, just some like interesting like blending of like funk with some like folky guitars and just like sunny upbeat jams, but also really powerful lyrics. I've been obsessed with that album. That's on my list too. Very high. Yeah. Uh, a new discovery for me: Toxic Chocolate from Cali. This album rules like a really strong performance from a female hip hop artist. I, uh, I really dug it. I was like pleasantly surprised. And finally, who cares from Rex Orange County? Uh, I'm always a fan of his albums and this is another great one. Another Tyler collaborator. Yeah. Oh, huge. Yeah. All right, Luke, what you got? All right. Well, my one from, uh, last week was, the amazing Canadian punk band Pup with the unraveling of Pup the band. 
very fun, very rocking. They go hard on some songs, and uh, I haven't spent too much time with it. Just did one listen through, but it was awesome, and I really want to spend some more time with it. Um, also, Destroyer with Labyrinthitis. Uh, are you familiar with Destroyer much? I feel like I am. Like, uh, you know what? So, I'm such a I'm such a visual person that let me go look this up. And I can give you a little info. No, hit so me. none of these albums. Even okay, familiar. so uh, Dan Behar is the artist's real name. He's been making music as Destroyer for like over twenty years. He's also in New Pornographers. So if you've ever listened oh. to them, he's the one who sings like this. Kyle like used to make fun of his song Times Square, which is an amazing song, which he always make fun of his voice. But this, he's been getting like more and more like synth poppy and like strange interesting synth pop this is like his most poppy very 80s ish but also like really just interesting and like some cool stuff going on and just every song on it was amazing it's also high on my list so very much recommend it you'll definitely dig the song it takes a thief kev that's the one you should start with because that's the one brian sent to me and i was just like oh boy like i was hooked from there that's the one Um, all right that's the one. It takes a thief. Um, then, got to thank you for this tout. Young Bay with Groove Continental Side oh, A. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, that's also high on my list. I've been just added all of these. Uh, some really great stuff. And let me see which one is my favorite. Uh, the track There It Is, which is no features on it. Um, just a great like string sample and a great beat and uh so there's some amazing features the song you played l-o-v-e is such a jam the one right before it too yeah that's like the big one on the album which surprises me because l-o-v-e yeah. seems like it's like the hit but i that album yeah, filled those with two, them yeah those two i can't even pick which is the bigger jam like they're just uh, the second and third track and then this one comes and it's no features just his production and it's incredible and so yeah that album was just throughout go if you want to hear a song from it go listen to our last episode if you didn't hear it amazing album uh then last i got two more by the same artist one is recent one is old uh i i shouted this out a little while ago swamp dog with i need a job so i can buy more auto-tune and uh Swamp I remember that name. You you gotta remember that name. Uh, Swamp Dog Story. He's been around since 1977 was his first album on Spotify, at least. I don't know if he has any before that. But legendary singer. Been at this forever. Worked with Boney Vare and John Prine on the last album. And uh, now I just finally listened to his new one. And it's got some great stuff. Uh And then I was listening to, I've been making a 1977 playlist and I listened to his first album. I finally caught up to myself and the album covers great. It's like him with a clock and himself. And then Kevin, you got to listen to the song on here called my heart just can't stop dancing. It is such a jam. And it's like a little more lo-fi than some like 70s stuff. Cause I think he was just starting out. But the songs are just so great. There's one that's like the chorus is like woman. He ain't nothing but trash. And it's all about like 
this woman needs to leave this like terrible abusive boyfriend he's got so so many great songs on there um so yeah swamp dog he's the man um i think we're ready to move on to our comfort albums right yeah absolutely so i have had a very tough week at work and have needed a comfort album and this one got me just right i've been doing a listen through of amy mann's discography and i shared this in the discord today her 2000 album bachelor number two or the last remains of the dodo um so amy mann's career her first couple albums were on uh like geffen records i believe Mm -hmm. major label she did the magnolia did some songs for the movie magnolia it was nominated for an oscar And there was all this like drama with her label and she eventually went independent and was like, I'm done with all that stuff. She just like had a lot of like disappointment and uh, like sort of getting screwed over. And so uh, if you want to hear the whole story, this tout comes with a podcast out as well because the Dead Eyes podcast, there's an episode with Amy Mann where she talks about all this and the episodes in season two end with her songs. And so... This is like some of her greatest songs here. And it's like the beginning of her timeless sound where like her first couple records sound like nineties rock records and they're great, but they're a little dated where like from 2000 now to 2021, her one that came out last year, like the sound is pretty much consistent throughout. She'll bring in different instruments. So um, I feel like this is where like some of her best work really started. And, um, She's still doing it to this day. So yeah, Amy Mann, Bachelor number two. Good chill vibes and good lyrics about like accepting failure and dealing with disappointment. One of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, now kind of five years out from their last album, and that's going to be the one that I'm I'm bringing as my comfort album, is Villains from Queens of the Stone Age. Oh. And yeah. like early Queens of the Stone Age, uh, like like, Era Vulgaris, Rated R. I mean, like just like the the top tier songs for the deaf, but even like I their later stuff, I think I almost appreciate more. Like it's it's they uh, they've kind of honed their sound and, and style by their last two albums, Villains and Dot Dot Dot, like Clockwork. Yeah, and uh, I'll I'll choose Villains as my official tout, but. They're just like super well crafted rock albums, which I we've talked about like is so rare and like few and far between to get a really, really good one uh these days. And yeah. I uh like I'm sure there will be another Queens of the Stone Age album that comes out, and I hope it's as good as all their others, because like they're pretty uh they're batting a thousand in my eyes. Like every album has been good. Uh and there's just like I don't know. It's you know, it's a nine track album. It's forty eight minutes, so like they have a little bit more time within the songs, and they just each one is kind of this own individual like attempt to make like what a Queens of the Stone Age song sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's just very like I mean, very moody. Josh Homme's vocals are always top tier, and like there's just the instrumentation is great. great. Um, so I like that is an album that I keep coming back to and keep just being happy with. Is Like Clockwork, though, a red one with the... Uh, that's You have to be a little more specific, because like, <laughs> all of their albums are red. It's got like a deaf man on it. 
Hold on, I'm pulling it up. Okay. Yeah, it's like Clockwork. I had that one on CD. From from <laughs> 2013. From 2013. No, I you might remember at that time I was going through a weird CD buying phase. Like I think because I didn't have room for records or something, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm going to get into CDs now." And I would go to Dearborn Music, and I bought like Jay Z, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, uh, Vampire Weekend, Modern Vampires, and this CD <laughs> one day I remember. And um, yeah, and I also weirdly just remembered when I first saw Queens of the Stone Age when. I was in middle school and watching the Pepsi. It was like Pepsi uh, rock show or what, whatever they, it was some show that they had on TV at the time where they had a bunch of bands. And it was like Gavin DeGraw. And I was like, this guy's great. And, um, <laughs> and Queens of the Stone Age. And I was like, these guys rock. I definitely, um, uh, I definitely had a few Queens of the Stone Age songs when I was younger. Like I'd, I'd purchased them on iTunes. Yeah. And then I remember Rock Band or Guitar Hero, some of them had threes and sevens. And I was like, oh, yeah, this is that one band. Like, I've heard of somewhat, not realizing that, like, they are absolutely one of my favorite bands now. And I would, (laughs) there was a Queens of the Stone Age and Run the Jewels show in London, like, five or six years ago. And I was in no place to make that journey financially. If that were to happen now, like, you'll catch me in London Drinking some tea, rocking out to my two favorite groups. All right. Well, I think we did the dang thing in about time to mosey on over to our albums that we're looking forward to coming out this week in Shouts. The hips, the hips and the hops keep coming. Uh, we have Vince Staples with Ramona Park, Broke My Heart, out today. I didn't know yeah. this was coming out. Uh, because what? Yeah, Vince Staples put out self-titled last year. Yeah, just last year he just put out a graphic novel, and re- he talks about Ramona a lot. Like it's where he grew up, I mm-hmm. believe. But um, so I'm very interested because this sounds like it's going to be a very personal, heartbreaking one. Yeah, I uh, I'm always excited for new Vince. We also have I think two of the kings of what they do. Uh, similar but different. In my next two shouts, Elvis Presley and uh, Elton John. Is he the king of anything? I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, we have Father John Misty with Chloe oh, in the yeah. next 20th century. I think Father Great. John Misty is like the one, you know, he's, he's the father of uh, oh, of the Johns and the Sad Of sad indie rock. Yeah. Uh, and with a little bit of like lounge singer yeah. in there too. Yeah. And I think the I love the grandfather of sad indie rock is Jack White. Oh yeah. Fear of the Dawn. And I knew this album was coming out soon because I live very close to Third Man Records and I was walking the other day yeah. to get a sandwich and there was a giant crane. Not giant. It was a crane. I thought you were going to say Jack White was there yelling about it. <laughs> no, new album out. Um, new album. No, but they were like painting the album art, I believe, onto the side of the building. Oh, that's cool. On like a, a yeah, you know. So it was a, a big art installation thing that was getting put in, and I was like, oh, Jack White must be coming out with Sick. something. And lo and behold, <laughs> there you go. And finally, an album I'm really excited about played a single from this on the podcast. Uh, Maybe a month ago, 
Oceanator with Nothing's Ever Fine. Yes. I, I'm very excited for this. I was a really big fan of that single. Like, I thought it was a, yeah. a evolution of her sound, and I want to hear more, so I get to do that today. Co-produced by Barty Strange. You played that awesome song, which had Jeff Rosenstock playing saxophone mm-hmm. on it, and it was, like, just great high-energy rock. I'm excited. Yeah. What you got, Luke? All right. Well, an awesome rapper. He is one half of Arm & Hammer, and I interviewed him back in the day. Great guy, awesome writer, Billy Woods with Athiopes. Athiopes? I don't know. Sounds cool, though. And um, he's amazing, so check that out. And then, great punk band, The Regrets, with Further Joy. I think it's been a while since I checked in with them and kind of forgot about them, so mm. I'm excited. Do you have any feelings um, on that? Like, like, do you, do you wish you uh, would have checked I mean, on maybe more? some disappointment, maybe some... I don't know how to describe it. It's like I wish maybe yeah. that I had done some things differently. But yeah, yeah, it happens to all of us. Um, yeah, and hey, we were talking about Ramona breaking Vince Staples' heart. Well... Here's Vince's buddy Sid, also a member of Odd Future back in the day, with Broken Hearts Club. So, you'll love to see that. I always love Sid. Also was a member of the band The Internet, which is amazing, uh, with Steve Lacey and a bunch of other amazing musicians. So, anything new from Sid is cool. Okay. And then, Wait, because I, I, you blew my gourd for a second there. So, wait. Did you just find out that she was from Odd Future? Vince, no. I thought you said Vince Staples was part of Odd Future, and he was affiliated with them, but not that oh, he was yeah. in. Because I was like, n- no, like I. Oh, was he not? I always thought he was, not. just because he was always with them and on stuff with Tyler. But I, I think he's an. They were just he's affiliated, an unofficial. Well, not Sid, baby. No, Sid I know. I know Sid is official. I Odd Future just like continues to clearly show that like all of the members were uh just absolutely stars in the making yeah exactly right like yeah and also may i pose this question once again where's the new album frank dude he's he can do whatever he wants he's just fine you'll get it you'll get it when he's good and ready it's it's like george R. R. martin's next last game of thrones book wait okay (laughs) i wanted to look up when uh, when Frank, when Blonde came out, because I didn't know it offhand, so I typed in F R A, and then I typed in N K and got Frank Ocean in my top result. But F R A has led me to a playlist that I apparently liked already, uh, called Fraser's Playlist for When He Has Women Over. <laughs> yes, uh, send me that link, please. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I got another tout for you in here. Let me see. Check the bottom of the bag. There's one more down here. I didn't even get to yet. Uh, <laughs> it's Lucius with Second Nature. Are you familiar? No. The hev- Heavenly Harmonies of Lucius. Uh, they're fronted by two amazing vocalists who have like the same haircut and they do amazing harmonies. And I saw them play with uh, Roger Waters. They like backed him up on his tour. Oh, that's cool. And uh oh if you don't know them kev i i highly recommend them they do some amazing harmonies uh so second nature is coming out this week so check Big that week. One out yeah this is a solid release week and you know what else is solid rock solid our relationship with our three daddies 
We're a Planet Ant podcast powered by Pinecast. Head over to planetant.com. Check out all the great shows over there. And you can also go to our page on there. Join our Discord. We give great music recommendations. And then, of course, offshelf.net. Check it out. It's on the internet. See some great interviews and columns over there, including my cousin Brian's Bar None Hip Hop column. Oh, and hey, if you want a playlist to listen to, go to our Best Song Ever Spotify profile, and you can find the Best of Steely Dan playlist I just made, and it's fucking great. I've listened to it many times. Yeah, I have too. Are we going to do a Steely Dan episode? Oh, we for sure are. Yeah, I think like dig in. I think this is the the preemptive like moments of a Steely Dan minisode, and for I'm sure. very jazzed to talk about it. It it's in the works for sure. I'm always down to talk about the Dan. <laughs> Who isn't? A lot of people, uh, <laughs> and we'll change their minds. Trust me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've tried. <laughs> Listen, I I continue to play Steely Dan constantly, despite all the haters. Yeah. Um, well, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, I'm Luke LeBen saying, you better check your perspective. And I'm Kevin Connor saying, go ahead, chase those waterfalls. This is best song ever. Well, it's best song ever. Not a podcast better. Jokes are clever and the tunes are cool. It's worth This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.